my Heidi Mai, Kitane Hotaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you. Now, a crash was partially blocking the second left lane southbound Auckland Harbour Bridge, but this has been cleared. All lanes open, but there will be residual delays, so take care on the bridge. Today, we go to Australia where homicide detectives have arrested Erin Patterson, the mushroom cook. She made a beef Wellington. Three people awaited, died days later. That 4.30 today. Also on the panel, an anonymous donor has made a substantial cash donation to help staff from the collapsed supermarket company Soupy. But what if you get terminated with no pay pending? An employment lawyer just after four. Being sick and being in the regions, I mean, you might live in a beautiful spot in God's own, but when you get ill... It can be a different matter, that on the panel. Also today, cafe etiquette. Can you put your phone or car keys on a table, busy cafe, and dibs that table? Or is that queue jumping? The answer is, of course you can. Uh, but you might have other thoughts on that. You can text me 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With us today, Joe McCarroll, editor of NZ Gardener. Joe, great to have you here. Thanks, Wallace. Great to be here. And uh, Dean Hoare, a New Zealand video game designer and CEO of Rocketworks. Dean, kia ora. Kia ora. It is 3.46. Could we be any more devastated? That catchphrase, along with many others, has had resurgence in the wake of actor Matthew Perry's death, with millions of Friends fans paying tribute to the man who portrayed Chandler Bing for a decade on this hitcom series. The wise, cracking, flawed but lovable Chandler may have been fictional, but we feel grief. Many have had uh, an outpouring at uh, Perry's death, feeling it's real. But it's not just Perry. It could be how we felt when, say, Tina Turner died, or Sinead O'Connor, Tony Bennett. What famous death made a huge impact on you? With us is Adam Garris. He is a senior lecturer and head of course at uh, Queensland University, or CQ University Australia. He is uh, an expert in positive psychology. Dr. Garris, welcome. Hi, Wallace. It's really nice to be with you. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on New Zealand Radio. First of all, did you watch Friends? I did. I, I watched it probably in its early first few years, and then I kind of fell off a little bit. But it was very important to me at that time, along with a lot of other series that I guess were set in a similar setting, you know, kind of the big city. We had that sort of 90s influx of sitcoms that were about young people starting out on their own and, and forming a chosen family. And I think some of that speaks to some of the grief that people are feeling right now with the death of Matthew Perry and the sort of symbolic loss of Chandler as well. I mean, it was just such a cultural phenomenon and I must say, I've got to be honest with you, I feel that the, the outpouring of grief is almost akin to when Lady Diana died. I mean, it's just extraordinary. Mm. Does that go, uh, what's that down to? Does that go to just how big a series? When we're all watching, you know, mainstream TV, Friends was it. 
Yeah, absolutely, Wallace. I think at that time when Friends first aired in the 90s and early 2000s, we really experienced, I guess, what was called a monoculture, for better or worse. Uh, but it's this whole idea that we all were watching similar things. Um, most uh, most countries, um, I'm not so sure about New Zealand, but certainly in Australia, we only had three sort of main networks. In America, there were the main networks. And so we kind of all bonded together over watching the same things, often with family and friends when we still you know, did that a lot more. We spoke about it the next day um, you know, in the office. We, we um, connected with people through the power of friends and other TV shows that we were all engaged with. And, you know, I think also it does speak to what many people go through when, when we are watching those series because we bond with the characters and we relate to their situations. Yeah. Let's go around the panel, Adam. Stay there. Mm. Uh, Joe, fe- did you watch Friends? Oh, I mean, I think it's hard to avoid watching Friends, to be honest. It just seems to be on most of the time you turn a television on even today. I think it seems such a kind of wallpaper of when I was younger. But I was wondering, Adam, I mean, you mentioned that we were, we were in a sort of more of a cultural, um, a, a sort of cultural mono note, if that's a, a way to phrase it, where we were all kind of watching the same thing and talking about the same thing. But also, I suppose, you know, Matthew Perry became a star just at that point where there was a 24-7 news cycle and social media gave us the sense we could really get to know celebrities in a different right. way. So I wonder in the future, will will people seem to hold this totemic status or is the cultural landscape too diverse now? That's a really interesting one, Joe. I think the... the landscape in many ways is a lot more diverse so we're not all watching the same things and there can be people that are incredibly popular or famous in with one group of people or one audience but yet not be known by a whole other um, you know viewing audience but I think so it does speak to that you know I think Matthew Perry's death is sad given his age and the struggles he faced often quite publicly which I think people were hoping he'd come out that other side of this illness of addiction and be able to create and live a long life but I think it does you know regardless of whether we we all follow celebrities in the future or particular TV series. Um, it does come down to the way we form relationships with television characters and their creators. You know, we form relationships with our yeah. favourite characters or personalities, and they're similar to our real-world relationships in a lot of ways. Yeah, Here's some uh, George Michael, Karen Carpenter says, well, mm-hmm. I've got to say, uh, Dean, for me, one the one that did it for me uh, was Lady Diana, mm-hmm. but Prince, when Prince died, that was just something else. It was next level. Someone says, oh, Craig and Wanaka, Heath Ledger dying, young and talented with an unusual death. Dean. Yeah, so I, I watch I watch Friends a lot, and um, I wonder as well whether it was almost memeable before its time. So on, on Discord and all these new platforms and stuff like that, I often see people posting uh, GIFs and stuff like that from Friends. Um, and, and some of the people posting this weren't, weren't probably even born, you know, even when the finale was. So I, I think it was so memeable, the, the expressions oh. of Matthew Perry, the expressions <laughs> of, uh, um, of Joey and stuff like that. So, yeah. Adam? Yeah, I agree with you, Dean, that I think, you know, the nature of that program, it didn't necessarily so much just reflect what was going on at the time, albeit a bit of a fantasy of that in, in some ways, but I think it actually um, uh, dictated in some ways uh, uh, the styles of that time. If we think mm-hmm. of things besides the memes, besides Chandler's catchphrase of, you know, could I be any more, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, Jennifer Aniston's hairstyle, it really did direct us of how to dress, how to feel, how to act, and to... Asp- 
uh, you know, that sort of aspirational quality. I think that TV characters, we don't only bond with them and empathise with them, you know, we cheer them when things are going well, when we, we commiserate when it's not going so well, but they also sometimes help us to decide what sort of person we are or what sort of person we want to be. And I think it helps that in the case of Chandler and those other characters, they were all pretty inherently likeable, mm. even if they were somewhat flawed in a, in a very safe way. Yeah. Oh, it's bringing so, back so many memories. Mm. Just talking about it, Joe. Oh, I um, I'm very much the right age for Friends. You know, I really yeah. grew up with it when it was iconic, and people were definitely trying to get that Rachel haircut. Quite tricky with the layers. Did not have the right yeah. hair myself, but I think it. I think people are responding more to the fact that. It's such a sad story, someone dying um, yeah. comparatively very young and also someone who you think really did have it all. You know, you, you know, from one lens, you'd think this is a guy who's made it. But I don't know. I mean, I think what makes me sad is you think would his life have been yeah. better if he were not on Friends and we were not talking about yeah, him on point. the radio right now. Adam, it's a lovely to have you on Radio New Zealand. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, Wallace. I appreciate it. It's Dr. Adam Garris, Senior Lecturer and Head of Course Positive Psychology at uh, CQ University Australia. Uh, David Cassidy, I was devastated, so sad how he went so downhill from the being on top of his game and so gorgeous, says Laurie. Uh, one for me was Robin Williams. Uh, another one, David Bowie. Uh, and here's one, um, John Lennon's death. Only a moderate fan, but it was the violence inflicted on a peace-promoting man. I'll never forget the announcement on the radio. It's time for I've Been Thinking, Joe McCarroll. Well, take it away. I'm not so much thinking as asking if the panel hive mind can kind of give me any advice, because I have just come back from being on holiday, and I went on holiday with my partner, who is probably the person I travel with, the most. And I have noticed, and I don't know if I'm getting into a conspiracy here, that when we book flights, Air New Zealand seats me in the middle of the row and him on the aisle or the window. And this has happened, honestly, I would say nine out of ten times that would be the you seat. You always get the middle seat. Yes. Why do you always get the middle seat? Uh, this is my question. Does anyone know? How is the system arranged? I've tried booking the tickets in different orders. Is it gendered? Are they putting the women in the middle because they don't fight over the armrest with such, you know, force? I don't know. Does anyone know? How can I beat the system? I am sick of it. In New Zealand, if there is something going on with your system that puts... You've got a programmer sitting next to you. Any clues? This sounds like a primary key issue. So when programmers make like a database, you give people a primary key. And there could be one, you know, it could be, say, for example, your airpoints number. So it could be ordering based on that. Programmers tend to default order stuff based on keys, essentially. Well, in that case, I'm putting out a call in New Zealand, randomise that. It is not fair. I don't like. But what is random? You know, that's maybe a topic for another day. I see. see, Getting a blank stare. What is random? Yeah, thank you for that philosophical notion there, Dean. She just wants to sit on the aisle. I just want to sometimes. But but Spotify had this problem. They made the songs random, but random means you can get the same song technically again and again. So you know. There's, a, there's another topic. What is random? Hey, someone says, this is BS. Air New Zealand allows you to choose your own seats. For $5? You might be made of money, caller. <laughs> I'm not spending $5 on nothing at all because they'll give me a seat. Another one, it's, it's actually quite simple. He will have window seat in his preferences. Apparently they've taken that off the oh, I thought they had. Maybe, maybe it's still there. Yeah. Uh, another maybe one? There is if so, he hasn't told me. Uh, so no, there's a bigger uh, issue has been uncovered here. Uh, um, 
but you can choose your own seats. There's an option for every passenger. For money. <laughs> for I, the good seats. I feel like it is stupid to spend money on a plane that I will any be sitting on anyway. But so you're taking. I love an aisle seat. You yes. get off aisle seat. You get out. You get out quickly. You get oh, I'm up. Happy with you aisle. get the bags. I'm happy with window. I'm easy going, Dean. You're sick but of middle. I'm you're just sick of middle, and I would like middle. to know why the right. seats are assigned that way. Very good. Very good. Someone will have an answer. Um, but um, they're all um, many explanations here. All right, Dean Hall. I've been thinking. Uh, I am a total documentary nut, and I've been actually rewatching the oh, Vietnam put War. Put it there. Fist bump. That's right. So, so love you know. Uh, the Vietnam War uh, documentary Burns. by Ken Burns. Oh. He's just amazing with documentaries. I, I, I found it hard to find a place to watch it. I had to look, uh, sign up for DocuPlay to watch it. It's a PBS documentary. Incredible. It's like 10 episodes. It's like 10 and a half hours or something. Goes through everything. A lot of talking head stuff. I just, I love a good doco. There's a doco for every situation. I, I could, I could talk about this forever, and I'm not going to do it today. I'll do it tomorrow about favourite documentaries, and I'll send you. I'm going to judge you based on <laughs> on what's coming up now. I, I, there is there. There's one. Here's here, here is two. Very different. It's a slow moving one out of out of Australia. It's simply called Kanamala. Okay, I'm going to, have to oh, write that, this down. I've seen that. That is outstanding. I'm going to be writing this down. Now. Have you also watched Last Stop Larimer? Absolutely have. Yeah, that's on Netflix. Kanamala. As old scores from the 90s, and it influenced me in a way I couldn't imagine. Slow moving, slow paced, and it was just a snapshot of a town in the outback. Another one for you is on the opposite end, fast paced, beautiful, the most beautifully produced piece of TV I've ever seen, and it's simply called Drive to Survive. Kanamala and Drive to Survive, we'll talk about that tomorrow. I have a recommendation too, actually, documentary. It used to be on the Disney Channel. I don't know if it is now, but it's called Science Fair. And it's about um, American school students who are competing in the big science fair. And it is hugely inspiring, hugely inspiring about Fantastic. being in the sciences, working in the sciences. Um, any, I, I would really recommend it if you've got i, I got one more recommendation. Please. Cosmos, the original one from Carl Sagan and the new one. Love it. Amazing. Meanwhile, blowing up about the middle of seats, hundreds of dollars to fly. What's another five bucks? <laughs> Look, it's the principle. <laughs> Obviously, I know you can pay for it. <laughs> the panel.